Hi there, welcome back to another episode of EcoSoft's Equilibrium Podcast. In part two of our chat with Richard Evans and Jackie Dwyer from the Reserve Bank of Australia, our directors James and Garit look into what resources are out there to help interested students get a career in economics. We also look into what is it really like to work within the economics industry and what should motivate students to join this industry. Without further ado, let's get into it. students um, kind of considering a career in economics what do you so you've talked about you know the literacy and you know what's available um, there's a lot of speeches from female economists and things like that um, but what else would uh, aid kind of the shift towards just from the HSC economics to a university degree yeah so we the, the as you mentioned uh, in your question the two broad aims of the, the um, public education program for the, for the Reserve Bank is um, advocacy um, and literacy, and so on the on the literacy front, um, this is where we we target um, students who are in year eleven and twelve and and studying economics and looking to to make that decision about whether or not they continue studying at university and and primarily these literacy uh, resources are designed to improve students actual understanding of, of concepts, their confidence, because we know that that's um, an area which can can influence uh, people's decision making about whether they go on to study further. Um, and, and basically, we do this through uh, a suite of online resources, things like we've got explainers, which cover some of the key economic concepts that people, the students at, at that level need to understand and that we feel like we've got comparative advantage in, in explaining those as a central bank. Uh, and we've also got the School Talks program. So we go, go out and, um, well, before COVID, we used to go out and, and talk in person uh, to a lot of schools. Um, since COVID, we, we, we do a lot of those talks online. We've actually done some research and found that those online talks are just as effective in terms of increasing students' understanding and engagement with economics as, as those face-to-face talks, which is really encouraging and it means that actually when we think about some of the diversity challenges in economics um, it makes it you know if we don't if we have to send economists out to schools every time we were delivering a talk uh, you kind of naturally would see a, a, a tendency to focus on um, schools that are closer to our head office where the economists work but now that we can do things online we can reach a much broader range of schools uh, more regional schools in New South Wales and, and, and schools interstate, which is fantastic. Um, and so, yeah, those those are the two kind of main uh, ways in which we support year 11 and 12 students. But we actually think uh, it's, it's more important than just raising literacy. It's also important to advocate, you know, what economics is and the fact that it is probably broader than a lot of people's perceptions, um, as you mentioned, James, mm-hmm. when people talk to you about economics. And so we find uh, our ad- advocacy work, we tend to focus on students that are studying commerce or a similar subject to commerce in, in a different state uh, that is in New South Wales. Um, students that are cut studying commerce, um, basically advocating to them that economics is is broader 
than they, than they might think to try to influence their decision about whether they continue to study economics at high school or you know maybe they they think about economics um, at university and so that advocacy work again uh, some of it is resource based so we'll have videos um, and, and posters and other resources that the teachers can provide to their students but uh, we also find just going out and talking to students is is really effective. So we have a, a talk, similar to the, the talks that we deliver to year 11 and 12 students, we also have talks which are introduction to economics talks which are designed to um, to be delivered to year 9 and 10 commerce students, which, yeah, we've found have gotten really great feedback from, from teachers and students. Cool. Do you have anything to say? Yeah, I think the path from commerce to economics, um, be it at school or uni, is really an important one mm. because often those students have actually got an inherent interest in economics, but their like their, me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> their, but their, their perceptions of, of what it offers haven't been fully formed. Mm. Um, and uh, economics can be valuably com uh, combined in, in, a, in a commerce degree or we can entice people uh, to come from other fields to, um, mm. uh, to pursue economics. Um, and I'd, I'd like to add just another point of going back to these skills that you acquire in economics. So we're not obsessed with everyone doing an economics degree, you know, but we, mm. want, we want people to engage with economics, yeah. to be effective citizens and to choose economics where it's appropriate for mm -hmm. their, their other... Um, uh, study uh, pursuits and if, if you think about maths not everyone who studies maths grows up to be a mathematician yeah they go on to use their maths in a, in a, in a range of, of other endeavors they might mm. become an engineer for, for instance and it's the same with economics not everyone who studies economics at uni mm. actually needs to become an economist but they can apply those frameworks and skills we've been talking about in a whole lot of endeavours mm. where they add, add value um, to the formation of, of mm. different choices or, or decisions, mm. in, in particular in, in areas of public policy. So, um, so we, are, we are trying to raise awareness of how you might benefit from the study mm. of economics, but that most obvious path is from the big pool of business studies, commerce mm. students, where there's an element of those fields being mm. complementary, yeah. yeah, cousins as it were. Mm. Um, I will say, like, what really got me into my economics degree was the ability to pair it with just about anything, which was quite, uh, I guess, satisfying because I originally just wanted to do a commerce degree, but then I, I looked at the wide variety of degrees available and I thought to myself, why go for a single degree <laughs> when I could get two for one, you know? So that's what I went for, and I was just like, you know, what, what, what sort of degree do I think is universally applicable? Well, economics, you know, you learn a bit of math, you learn a bit of uh, philosophy to a, degree, to a degree, because you need to un understand how people perceive things, there's also the psychological aspect, it's, it, it gets so varied. And I thought, well, with an economics degree, I, I actually increase my options significantly, whereas, mm. say, an, a commerce uh, degree on its own, um, the major is quite specialised, usually. Like the the, com uh, the commerce degree is just an access to a series of eight different majors, all only are related to each other because they're in the business school. Whereas, say economics, the major is, 
I guess, uh, universally, universally applicable. And it pairs with just about any other degree. Like, um, the majority of people in, in EchoSoft, for example, I'd say is a diverse array of dual degrees, double degrees. You'll have math and economics. You'll have engineering and economics. You'll have computer science and economics. You'll have commerce and economics. You'll have arts and economics. Art, economics and law. Like, it's, it's just such a wide variety, and I feel like yeah, get, getting students exposure to that that optionality of, you know, like you like you guys said before, you can put anything in front of economics, and it it's it's amazing, <laughs> like just the universality, uh, universal, oh, words, um, the uh, applicability of it anywhere is just insane. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree, James. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, my, my experience as well. Um, as a arts economics mm. double degree uh, holder, yeah, I I, I found. The complementary nature mm. of what we're learning in economics to I was um, focusing on political science mm. in my in my arts degree and yeah it was mm. it was great but I, I think you're right just there's, there's mm. overlap between economics and and basically everything, everything. <laughs> yeah and yeah. that's because it's a study of choice yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, moving on great um, so talked about the applicability, um, how it's kind of so broad and everything like that. Um, what is the reality though of working within the RBA? And um, if you were to kind of um, promote studying an economics degree um, to someone who was unsure of um, where they wanted to go in university, how would you kind of motivate or intrude them to pursue economics? I think, so yeah, for me, uh, you know, as we spoke about at the, the, the start of the podcast, um, I've had a really diverse set of roles at the at the Reserve Bank since I started uh, in 2014, and and for me, you know, that experience has really reinforced that economics as a degree is just so applicable to such a broad range of, of problems to solve, um, and you know, obviously from a, a policy making context, it's it's um, incredibly valuable and provides a skill set to not only you know, apply in its in the form that you learn at university, but also it just equips you to pick things up so quickly and understand and get across you know a complex system um, really, really quickly. Uh, and so, for me, I guess the what I would say to to someone to try to motivate them to study economics is it's incredibly broad. I mean, obviously, you'll find it interesting when you study it. Because for me, it was, um, and I think this, this experience is pretty typical of a lot of people that I've spoken to um, at the RBA as well, is that initial exposure to economics is so formative in, mm. in you know, once you, once you get a taste of what economics is actually about and you kind of maybe throw out some of those preconceptions that you had, you, a lot of people, I mean, obviously we've got a survivorship bias issue with people working at the RBA, but really enjoyed it. Um, but, but yeah, it is just... Getting some exposure to how broad it can be is really important, but then understanding as well that once you once you complete your economics degree, it's not a it's not necessarily um, a pathway into a role as an economist, which is a great role. Don't get me wrong, but you know you can use that economic skill set for for basically anything. Jackie, well, I think the most motivating thing um, for me is that at all the different stages of my career, which has been quite, you know, long and varied, I've, I've been able to inform debate or be part of decisions that 
ultimately make a difference in, uh, in economic well-being. So whether it was as a very young research assistant um, working on things like a decision to rezone land for a different economic use or as a, uh, an economist at, at, the, at the bank uh, contributing to economic forecasts, it was always exciting to be part of a decision mm. and be part of something that was bigger than yourself. Mm. You're in the room that it happens in, mm. sort of deal. It's mm. it's, and and like I said before, just the fact that you've seen economic history unfold that must just be such a humbling experience to live through it and just be within the building when it happens, etc. Like that's it's just insane to think about. Um, uh, would you guys have any tips for some like naturally, believe it or not, the RBA is a bit intimidating. I guess as an institution. Like even coming in here, we were just like oh, walking into the RBA. Oh my God. Um, would you guys have any tips for uh, potential applicants to your various uh, student programs, graduate programs, et cetera, uh, within the application process? I would, I would describe the RBA actually as remarkably accessible mm. in the sense that there are so many things put on the public record, so many so many speeches, so many in effect town halls where mm. the, the senior staff who are speaking on the record answer questions from all comers mm. and their responses are, um, are available on our, our website. We're engaged with the community in so many ways from the public education program that we've been talking about today to mm. the, the business liaison program. We, we actually are are quite connected um, with the with the community, and I'd I'd encourage anyone wanting to um, to learn more about the RBA uh, to just approach us mm. uh, to 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 go mm. to the website to contact the um, our main information office to contact the, the you know the public education team. Mm. There there are many points of entry and and many points of um, of, of engagement uh, with with students in particular. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll add to that. You know, we we, we have um, talks that we we deliver um, mm. you know, on a on an annual basis that are aimed at a variety of different levels of economics students. So, you know, if, if you're studying economics at university, um, we have we have a talk which is aimed at economics students mm. um, studying at university. So encourage you to, to visit the website and, and keep an eye out for those those talks and and you know those are interactive as well so there's time mm. at the end for, for questions and I think hopefully you find that uh, it's not too intimidating an experience <laughs> <laughs> to be engaging with the RBA. Amazing I think I can say on behalf of James as economic students it's really um, been amazing to chat to you guys and get to know a little bit more about economics and the industry that we're gonna enter into in the future. Um, no, uh, I'd just like to thank both of you guys as well. Yeah, it's it's been quite a quite an experience. Well, thank you for having us. It's been great talking to you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No Sadly, that marks the end of our chat with the RBA. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Once again, a big thank you to our guests, Jackie and Richard, for sharing their wisdom. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to check out the RBA Careers page for their latest opportunities. If you want to be the first to hear our upcoming episodes with our fellow sponsors, subscribe to our Spotify channel. Until next time, goodbye.